0: So welcome everybody to another episode of Radio ISR. And as you can see from our backdrop, it's all about social media because it seems to be a big buzzword in the company at the moment. And we've been getting kind of lots of emails in, certainly over the last couple of months saying, it's great that we talk about all this social media, but people want to learn more about how to do it. So we've tried to mix it up a little bit for this episode because what we're going to do is we're going to look at some tutorials that are going to help you basically not just talk about it, but actually show you how to do it at the same time. So I also want to welcome in our special guest, Mr.
1: Perry Williams. Hello,
2: Perry. Yeah,
1: so Perry's here
2: now. Straight from the UK.
1: Straight from the UK. Back to my old stomping ground. (laughs) 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 You don't don't recognize this place, do you? I don't know. Uh,
0: So. Uh, good old Perry is here today to help us of course with our social media because he's a little bit of an expert himself that's for sure you know he pioneered a bit when he was when he was an ISR (laughs) He's looking at me now. Going, I wouldn't say what? an expert. <laughs> I'm blessed to have
1: experts around me. He has a lot of I'm experts. I'm the voice of the people today. Yeah, Perry, Perry has, Zuckerberg. Yeah,
0: <laughs> a, he definitely has the help of Chris Law. That's, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah, no doubt about that. You know. So, but there is actually another reason why we got you here, Perry, and you know, and there was actually settled an argument. It was because myself and Dave have many, many time in Radio ISR talked about the importance of video, uh-huh. and Dave has used a percentage of twelve, or twelve hundred percent more likely to watch a video as opposed to read it mm-hmm. and I've said it's 1400% now I could go back and look at the previous episode to see exactly what you percent it was i never said 1400% <laughs> no way how did I hang on, said hang about, on
3: you said about mm, I reckon you said about oh they're about 700% or uh, something like that <laughs>
2: how's uh, <laughs> your memory? I know my memory is bad. You're not going to get me the memory. <laughs> <you>? <laughs> so
1: hopefully you can tell us. This is in a PowerPoint that we put up yeah, a couple yeah. of years and it was in the, It was in one of our previous podcasts. And I believe it's 1,200%.
0: Well, you would believe it's not because I actually went back and, and looked at all this time. And it was 14,000%. 14, 14,000%. 14, <laughs> <laughs> so okay, well, yeah, we were way off. Yeah, we, we were way off. That's Probably sure, Mickey huh? the PowerPoint. Yeah. Was yeah. <laughs> <right> no, no, <laughs> no. That's what he said on his podcast. But regardless. Of that. oh
1: I said yeah. it. you
0: said ah it. I yeah. don't take you know. <laughs> <laughs> any <Anyway>, notes <laughs> regardless, regardless, <laughs> yeah, regardless of it we definitely know that people are more likely to watch a video than they are to read it so it doesn't matter what it is it's a huge amount more percent wise and I think we're all guilty of the same thing we just like like watching television and everything else So this brings us on nicely to the segment that I'm going to be doing, which is how to create a professional-like video, because there's a lot of people out there right now that say, hey, you know, I like the idea of doing videos, you know, but, you know, I need to know a little bit more about it. So what we decided to do, instead of just talk, 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 I'm going to give you a tutorial on how to put a nice professional video together. And I hope you like the tutorial, and I hope it motivates you when you get to the other side to say, hey, I can do that as well. So let's go ahead and watch the tutorial, and then we'll we'll see how you feel afterwards. I bet you 1,200% more of them are going to watch (laughs) it. So welcome everybody to this tutorial on how to shoot a video. So first and foremost, we've got to get the right gear. So you can see there basically the three things I'm recommending is a nice tripod that fits a kind of an iPhone that has the proper fitting for that. A Rode a microphone, basically, and this one is called a SmartLav Plus. And then finally, an extension cable for it, which is about 20 foot. And all in all, you can see in there, your total investment basically is going to be around about $113. So not a lot of money. So you can see there from the setup, there's your tripod. You can see the phone. And then you can see that Yoon is completely wired all the way from the phone, all the way up to him with that 20 foot extension lead. In addition to that, you can see now an up close up here of the phone and how it's attached to that special tripod. And more importantly, you can see that human is framed very well in the shot. Another little tip is when you're recording, only put your volume about three quarters of the way because it's a very, very powerful microphone, this particular one. So that's the best setting for it so you don't become too loud. So for this demonstration, basically, I'm going to recommend that we use HitFilm Express, which is free software, and it's very, very good. It does require you to download it, and it does require you to sign in with Google or sign in with Facebook, but I I tell you, something that is well worth it for something that is free. So all you got to do is hit New, and just go with the standard setup. Just hit OK. So all you need to do, first of all, is import your video. So I usually have that in a folder sitting on my desktop. So I've imported the video, as you can see. And now I'm going to drag it over to the timeline, okay, that it's over there. So that's the first of the timeline. And then as you can see, I've just made it a little bit bigger so I can see the whole of it in there. Now I want to do now is I want to edit the video a little bit, of course. I want to cut off the areas I'm not going to use. So very simply, all I do is click that little razor blade, go over there, click it. And then all I have to do then is go back then and touch the area, hit the delete off my keyboard and it disappears. So I can drag that back over now to the start because that's where I wanted to start. And then I'm going to do exactly the same for the end. That's the area I know I want to delete. Get the razor blade out, cut it and then go up there. Press the arrow key, highlight that area and then hit the delete. So there you go. So now I have it all perfectly trimmed. I also want to check the volume on it. I know for a fact that this is a little bit hot. So I want to do is basically bring the adjust the volume down like I showed it there. And I can see from the side that it's not peaking. So I'm happy with the volume setting on there. So the next thing I want to do is insert a track because this is going to allow me to add different tracks onto this particular video. So I'm going to import now these templates, which I'm going to make available to you. So this template here, I can then drag over the video. So put it on with the new track that I just created. And as you can see there, I can now make it fit the frame because sometimes when you do this, they don't always fit. So then I just right click it, fit the frame and then I'm going to drag it here and I'm going to show you straight away by adding this PNG, you can see the video looks a little bit more professional. You've got the MAS and then you've got the brands down below. Now what I'm going to do is I'm going to change this, I'm going to make it a little bit smaller in the timeline because I have other little templates that I want to put in there, little overlays. So let's just say for the moment I'm just going to put that first one there. Then I'm going to drag this one here called 1B and I have a reason for this. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to drag that onto the timeline as well and you can see I've just put it beside it. And that one there, I'm gonna drag and I'm gonna make it nearly cover most of the video, but I'm gonna leave a little space towards the end. And then do the same thing, and I'm gonna import the final one that I have in there, which is 1A. And I'm gonna drag that right to the end. And as you can see here, I'm gonna drag it so it finishes up at the very end of the video. There you go. As I said before, some of these don't fit straight away. So you right click it, and then basically you bring it in and you fit the frame see that transform fit the frame and there you go now they all perfectly fit and quickly now if i can just go over the whole video i can see basically how those overlays look and they look pretty good so the next thing i'm going to do is i'm going to insert another track and this is where i'm going to put the text so i'm going to go to the area where i want to put text there on that blank area there and then I'm going to do is basically press the A and then that allows me to insert the text. In this case I'm just pasting it in, but the problem is it's in white because that's what it's preset and you won't see it there. So I go all the way over there where it says text, click down, find the colours, and then I'm going to change the colour to the nice dark red MAS, there it is, press OK. And now you can see it appeared on the screen, of course that's not big enough. So now I can go up again, I can adjust the size of it, very simple. So then I can keep clicking it, adjust the size, and I can also, of course, change the type of um, font as well, which I've just done there as well. So there you go, I've typed in Deal of the Week, basically. Of course, it's not exactly where I want it to be, so by clicking that little arrow up the top, I can now move it where I want. So in this case, I'm going to drag it right around the middle so it looks nice. There you go. Okay. So I'm happy with that, and I'm going to copy and paste this text again, move it further along the timeline. And this time I'm going to put in Ewan Spencer, M.A.S. Vicenza, paste that in there. Then I'm going to drag that in the middle. Okay. And then I'm going to drag that a bit further along the video because I want that to be, yeah, towards towards, towards most of the message. And then finally one more copy and paste. And I'm going to f- put my final message right at the very, very end here, which will be the phone number and the email address. So again, it's another paste job over and then drag that in and then I'm just going to perfectly align it so it finishes exactly where the video finishes, which gives me a little hint when I drag it, it'll turn red, there you go. And now the same thing, I'm going to go into that area and then I'm going to change the text and it was a little bit too big so again I have to just change the size of it and now I'm going to make it a little bit bigger and again pressing the arrow button and there you go, press the arrow button and now I'm going to move it around and center it and make it a little bit more nicer and more appealing there you go now cool so there you go so now quickly run over the video there's deal of the week there's you and spencer and vicenza and then finally phone number and email address all across the same timeline and all I, i said is just on there copy and paste copy and paste those text boxes So the thing I have to do now is I've got to make sure that I tell the video exactly how much to record. So I've dragged over that timeline at the very, very top because if I don't, it will record wherever the the length is. So now I have it all lined up the very, very top. See where it's all in blue, right to the end. And I'm pretty much telling basically when I go to render the video that that is the exact point of start and where it finishes. So speaking of rendering, now I'm going to do it. All I'm going to do is hit export and you can see it exports it down to the bottom. I usually just right click here and what I do is basically is I change it to Facebook 720 HD so it's not too big of a file. Right click it and then I hit the render. And as you can see there I sped it up there but the video opens up and off I go. And there is our video. Okay, so let me just hit the go back on it because I want to do is I want to save this file. And why this is because the next time is I'm going to make this a lot easier. So we're going to file save as, and in this case, we're just going to call it video template because this is essentially what it's going to be. So here we go. So now I have a video template. So the next time I would open it up, all I have to do is basically hit file, open, find my little video template, right? And it's provided everything where it was before, then it would open up. So now all I have to do is delete the old video, for example, and let's say I just created a new one. So then I can import the new video, put that on the timeline, there you go. And the great thing is all the stuff I've done above it now is still there. So now if I just wanted to change just the text, I can do that. I can just go into each of those little text boxes and then go in there and change the text instead of deal of the week. Now it can be deal of the day, for example. So, this is great. It's going to save you a lot of time because once you've done one of these, it's much easier to replicate it again and again. So, there you go.
2: So, um, what do you think, guys? Great stuff. Great stuff. I definitely agree. I mean, yeah, playing around with it. Once you get through with the first one, should definitely make it a lot easier to go back in. It's an important tool to have, you know, with all the money matches and things of sort that come out, you know, time for time, especially if we have a lot of stock on ground, vehicles that need to get away, and that looks very professional, very clean, and if it's uniform throughout the whole company with the MAS logos, I mean, it definitely looks a lot better than a guy in Vicenza doing something uh-huh. different from Aviano yeah. or what have you. Yeah, so. for
0: sure. Yeah, no doubt. It I definitely add a lot more professional. Yeah, I, th- I
3: think there 's so much free video editing software out there, like if you have an iPhone, you can just turn around and you know use iMovie and it will allow you to actually create a movie straight away on it. but this one that you 've done there i've got to say it seems intimidating to me looking at it because I 've never used that one yeah. before, but i 've learned different video editing software there was one called quick that used to come free with the gopro cameras and i learned that one and allowed you to you know learn how to do slow-mos and all this stuff once i had it down i could do any movie then two three four times so i think the 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 main point of this is, is once you've created that template it. That's it's it, it's in the bag. And then you just have to change it on a weekly yeah, basis. Yeah. And it certainly changes from just a dude standing beside a car to a really professional looking template. So yeah, I, I think I, I, I want to get my fingers dirty and have a go at it, uh, definitely.
1: I got my fingers dirty. I a different podcast. I was like a kid in a sweet shop and I said to Paul, can I play with it before? Because I think it's great. What was the mistake that I made? First and foremost, thanks for bringing that up. I
0: did mention in the video, but I obviously didn't do a great job when you download it you still have to activate the software so when you've got it all downloaded and then you turn it on there's a little activation button at the top corner you've got to activate it and then you've got to sign in using your Gmail or Facebook and that allows you to activate it it's completely free but it does require Mm -hmm. the activation if you don't activate it that's why you hear the sounds and the noises because you're using a demo version correct so so Perry fell at the very first first I did I literally I did this video played with it I put it up and it was going beep
1: beep (laughs) beep over the Ah, top of my whole voice watch your video yeah, and I didn't uh, know yeah, why was it was doing br- br- it. So br- I called Paul and I was yeah. like, what have I done wrong? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. here's that. Fair play, yeah. okay.
0: No, it's great. Really cool. Cool. So anyway, that's um, I, I think it's great. And I think it's a, it's a nice tool. And you can see, like you said, if you save it as a template, off you go. I think we should watch the final product and show you what you and yeah. exactly did do. It's only like 40 seconds, but I think it definitely will show that. So mm-hmm. let's have a quick look at that right
1: hi guys ewan here from military autosource in vicenza today's video i'm going to be presenting to you our deal of the week it's this 2018 ford mustang ecoboost now this is the most exciting deal we've had in vicenza for a very long time you might be able to see the hang tag here saying that you can save 5,500 on this model That's because we don't even have hang tags that go as high as the current discount in this vehicle. You can save $7,750 off this car right now. It's available for a 48-hour delivery, so come by, take it for a test drive, and we can show you what amazing price we can get you on this amazing car.
2: Not bad at all, right? Not bad. Very good. Absolutely Very
0: good. Not at all. You know?
2: Oscar, to no, Um yeah. Paul, quick question for you yeah. as well. And I mean, this probably won't uh, relate to me being that I'm a one-man showroom. Yeah. But in areas where you have multiple ISRs, now, of course, there's a deal of the week, what have you. Yeah. It will still be behoove. Each ISR to make his own individual sure. deal of the week template because with the phone numbers and the emails, yeah, you know, absolutely. they're on. So maybe a customer seeing this or what have you on the location page, what have you, think maybe they can only call you in before yeah, that particular car. I, you so. know,
0: there's, there's two different ways you can look at it. I mean, certainly when you're a one man location and. Some of the other guys kinda of run their multi man locations a bit like a partnership, you know, and they probably will just, you know, put the the eight by eight number on there and then see, you know, you know, who gets the call basically, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of up to themselves. But certainly, yeah, there's you know, if you're doesn't matter if you're working in a multi man location, go out there, and make your own videos, put them on the location page and you got a chance then, you know, of of people basically watching them and then getting a hold of you on them. And if at the very least it'll create interest that there are deals of the week and maybe they'll inquire about Absolutely. what are the deals you mm-hmm. got as opposed to just one single one, you know. So we're going to move on to yourself, Dave, and we're going to talk about creating an audience in Facebook. So go ahead and tell us a little bit about that.
3: Okay, so um, the last I did some training up in Grafavir last week on this, our last month on this. Basically, what we need to find is if you're going to be spending some money on boosting your posts on Facebook, how to find your target audience. And what we often find in um, a foreign country is that when you actually go ahead and boost your posts, you're spending money and a lot of Germans or Italians are in the Far East, maybe Japanese people are liking that because they like Ford Mustangs and they like, you know, Harley Davidson's or Audi's or whatever, the, whatever the product is. So you're wasting money yeah. because you're paying for 10 second views or whatever, whatever your ad set is. So what I did was just a very brief, very, very basic um, target audience instruction. So how to find a target audience without wasting money. And it's a very simple video that anyone can do and if you're spending 10 bucks 20 bucks on an ad that it will only go well mostly only go obviously there's still going to be a few bit of seepage but it will mostly only go to our american customers which is obviously our target market so this is how to make a target market in facebook right do Do you want want me to roll it roll it there thank you very much okay so today we're going to look at how to set up a target audience with facebook and Anyone who uses Facebook for advertising will tell you it can be a very powerful tool, provided that you have your correct target audience set up. Otherwise, you waste a lot of time. So the first thing we'll click on is manage pages. And I have all the pages that I'm managing there. So for you, you might have one or two pages that you're managing. So just click on whatever page you manage. For today, let's take um, Flightline Aviano, for example. So we'll click on that. I can see here, okay, there was a post that was put up by Darren Jones on Aviano Airbase advertising that we're giving away a $500 exchange gift card that you can enter to win. So I want people to know about that. So at the bottom here, I can see there's a boost post. And I want people, when they come into the PX, to say, yes, I saw that on my Facebook feed. Tell me more. So I'm going to click on boost post. And on the left-hand side is where we have our audiences. So to set up an audience, I have obviously... A few audiences already set up for the various different pages that I manage. But today, for educational purposes, we're going to click on create new audience. So let's give our audience a name for this one. Let's call it Aviano New and the gender here we sell to everyone. So we leave that open and the age, obviously, 18 to 65 is decent. That's that's our target market, mostly who are active duty military. And then we want to pull in a location. And the location, I'm going to type in Aviano. You see the bottom one, uh, the second one down there is Aviano Air Base. So I'll click on that and it defaults to within 40 kilometers of the base. So most of the military live within about 20 kilometers. So let's change that to 20. And the whole idea here is to to drill down and make sure we're not actually advertising to, you know, Italians or Germans or Japanese or wherever you're stationed um, who cannot buy through our program. So the next thing it asks me for is demographics and a common mistake here is to just type in, say, U.S. military or something like that, because you'll see that on the right hand side, it gives me the interests are like U.S. military on Facebook, U.S. military West Point, uh, you know, it tells me my potential reach is 140,000 people. And much as I'd love it, there is not 140,000 military in Aviano. So that target audience is too big and they're basically going to be be a waste of money. So I'm going to show you how to define this audience correctly so that you're not wasting your boosts and so that your posts will hopefully just come across your your correct, your customer, your potential customers, phones and laptops. So first thing to type in is U.S.military. This is the most important part of this whole lesson top hit you'll see is employers so click on that and now you have people who are employed by the u.s military and we can now click on suggestions so you see here in suggestions it opens up a whole world of different uh, employers and job titles and it's all u.s army marines air force and that is our target audience because obviously they can buy through our program so click all of them as many as you can it'll keep on throwing up new suggestions for you with different job titles you know sergeants and colonels and all that stuff so just check all of them and then click on save and once you set up your audience once it's saved forever so you don't have to do this every time you boost a post so that's really and it says here our audience is too specific that's fine I'll, i'll cover that in a second so just like a tv chef going to show you here's one i prepared earlier so let's click on our aviano audience for example so i have gender all age 18 to 65 in this case i have it set for 17 kilometers within 17 kilometers of the base and the demographics here you can see the employers are all air force soldiers u.s navy the only thing that's missing in there is a jedi knight Okay, so that's all listed. And even the job titles there, you can see all are included. And then if you want to throw in an extra interest, I put in American Forces Network. So if you want to throw in an extra interest, put in something like that. Now, it asks me it says, tells me at the bottom my, uh, my audience size is too specific. It's only 9,000 people. But guess what? That's exactly what we need, too specific like that, because that's the only people we can sell a vehicle to. So at the end of the day, we actually want our audience to be that specific despite Facebook warning you against it. So now we click on save and that's it saved for any future boost that you want to do. So next up it asks us how much we want to spend on this campaign. So it's defaulted me to 100 euros. In this case, I'm going to stick in, say, 30 euros and it defaults me to seven days. I'm going to change that to 14 days. So I'll click on that and it tells me then. I'm going to be spending between about two euro 14 a day and I'll be hitting between 160 and 350 people per day. So the last thing we need to do is hit boost. Okay. So now that is that ad boosted for the next 14 days, and hopefully it will show up on their news feeds. And maybe open up some opportunities for us and ask me if I want to boost another post I don't so I'm going to close that okay so you can play around with your parameters i mean if you have say a one day sale going on you know or if you have people that you have a surge of people on the base you want to come by the office you could say okay set your parameters to within one kilometer of the base and if you drop by my office i'll give you a t-shirt you know or whatever works just play around with it and then you can click on insights and this is only scraping the surface but in the insights section you can see how many page views you've had, how many people you reach, so you can tell what worked and what didn't work. And then at least when you're actually spending money on these posts, you're hitting our target audience instead of people that you can't sell a vehicle to. So what I'd say, you know in addition to that is most of the guys do kind of uh lose interest <coughs> when you tell them they might have to put their hand in their pocket to boost their own post but a lot of the guys pay for referrals they're paying 100 bucks for a referral if you throw 100 dollars at four or five campaigns i mean 25 bucks a campaign on facebook and you get one deal out of it, it's already paid for itself and most of mm-hmm. the people who start actually paying on it they will then see the benefit of it and they will start you know like chris pays a lot of his boost a lot of his stuff because mm-hmm. he sees there's a bang out of it you know
0: uh, certainly it takes about four or five before you start seeing uh, uh, interest yeah. and people starting to like them. Well, I, I've certainly seen it myself. I mean, we put those um, videos out the other day about the CPO program in Italy, and we've already managed to get a few leads, which was something that, you know, we know has come from from doing that and that only, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that's important mm-hmm. as well, you know. What about yourself, Carlos?
2: I mean, no, I mean, it, it, boosting into before, I mean, as Dave said, I mean, we we're getting, you know, the, the wrong people, you know, you, you're spinning wheels, you know, in the air there, you know, having to go through. I mean, you see a ping come through and you think that it is a lead. So it is a bit disheartening to find out. So just, oh, my God. I mean, well, everyone that's coming through the Facebook page, you know, no use of actually paying attention to it because they don't yeah. qualify. Now that eliminates all of that. So you're getting the cream of the cream.
1: Perry. Yeah, and it's the awareness as well. You, you, know, you might not get something direct from that particular po- uh, post or boost, yeah. but someone's learning about the program at the same time. I think that's, that's the key as well. Don't get disheartened. There's no silver bullet. There's no quick fix to any of this. It's all yeah. about the consistency and the awareness of, of the program and what you have to offer at the same time
0: and you could probably only spend maybe 50 euros a month building up your likes on Which, you not know, even it's right it's probably <laughs> tax deductible as well yeah. because yeah. you can actually set it up as a business account
3: you know so then actually it prints out invoices for you and then you can put it in against your taxes so just like advertising yeah. you know And in my opinion it's a better bang than advertising because yeah. people get alive, yeah. especially if it's a video because they're how many percent more oh, likely to well watch we it we haven't decided i have forgotten <laughs> it already
1: I'm, I'm, I'm going to check tonight on that <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get back with my people. <laughs> uh, uh.
2: Uh, I tell you as well on that, you know, which we've noticed on the Aviano location page is that that also creates a lot of referrals as well. Yeah. So it may not have targeted a guy that needs a car. But what my customers do is, says, hey, you know, Perry, look at this, what came out on the Aviano location page. And yeah. then he will put his friend's name on there as yeah. well, too. So you actually I'm saying it up quite a bit. I think yeah, that's good. That's for sure. Yeah. You know. And now we're going to
0: move over to Perry, who is going to give us a little bit of information and he's going to share some my business page hacks. Go ahead.: Perry.
1: Yeah, so this has got nice synergy actually to what David was just uh, showing us. only that, that, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that Seamless that <laughs> was amazing.. <Paul. laughs> Well, I'm going to talk about Google My Business. Now, before I start, I just want to uh, mention that I am not an expert on this. There's certain algorithms within Google that nobody really knows. I know that Ash has done a lot of research on this. Rob McDonald's done a lot of research on this. And I know Chris and Matt Moles has been doing a lot with this. uh, And I'm sure other ISRs out there. I know Emma is is, is having success in uh, the Rammstein area as well. This is just going to be a basic overview of what Google My Business is, what it does and how it can improve your 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 customer experience and drive business to your location. So Google My Business in itself is pretty much like a location page like on Facebook. Um, so it's, it's basically has your business opening hours, closing, and all the relative information that you need to give out to your customers electronically. Now what Google have cleverly done is they've created, remember years ago, people from the UK, maybe Ireland, you know the Yellow Pages? Yeah, of course. You know yeah, right, yeah, The Yellow Pages. Basically, yeah, oh, yeah, the Yellow Pages oh. in the US <laughs> as well. This is basically the Yellow Pages, but electronically yeah. in, in a nutshell. And what Google have done is they've, they've dominated the market. They actually hold 73% of the net market share of everyone Googling online. So anyone that's Googling online, 73% of our customers or anyone worldwide mm. is Googling. We even call it Googling. On Google. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. It's, it's like Hoover. Remember years yeah, ago? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So basically what Google want to do is, is push your business in front of people who are searching relevant searches for you. So... In a nutshell, it's like a free tool to enable you to put your business right in front of a customer's nose electronically. All right, so like a shop window, okay? Now, the way I'm gonna explain a little bit of how it works, I know this might be um, pretty straightforward to a lot of people out there, but for me, this was an education in myself, because it's not as simple as just setting up um, a Google My Business account, which New York have done for every single location at MAS right now that you can gain access to via RSM or Zone Manager but it's, it's what we do with it on a day-to-day basis and how we maximize our ranking online. Okay, so the first mm-hmm. step, what a Google My Business does and what Google searches do, every time somebody puts something in the su- Google search, the first step what Google will do if they're as part of their algorithm is they will c- send a spider out, an electronic spider to do some crawling. Yeah. Okay, so basically what that spider will do, it'll jump from every single potential relevant page search that's online. So if I put coffee shop near me, those spiders are going out there and they're constantly reading everything in that particular geographic yep. area of what's got to do with coffee shops, okay? And it's and it, it'll jump from location uh, page to page, page to page, page to page to get an understanding of electronically what's out there in your area. Then the next, the next step is what those spiders are doing is they're gonna then index that information. So just like someone in a, in a library, okay? So a- alphabetically or relevant to that particular search, those spiders are electronically coding every single page, not website, page and content that has been put out there. And what the whole point of this is to filter down as best they possibly can to put your particular yeah. page directly in front of the customer's notes. And,
0: and Google, even though you pay for ads and Google and everything else on there, they also wanna offer relevance because you know it's very important that if you want to look for McDonald's it tells you McDonald's you know what I mean yeah. someone can't be masquerading and then trying to get that business mm-hmm. so they want to be seen as helpful but at the same time there's a mechanism here for businesses to to, to drive their business as well yeah they're, you know? they're
1: always going to be looking at what's best for the customer you got it absolutely. Oh, always Google's goal is always what's, what's yeah. most convenient for the customer yeah. and then the last one then is your ranking your Google ranking so that's your information you're putting out there, is that useful to the people who are searching that particular word, keyword search, okay? So in a nutshell, Google scours the web for uh, content to organize it. Uh, and then display the most relevant searches on a list. So if if you noticed online, you put swimming pool near me, it's gonna give you a list of all the different people in that area. Your goal is obviously to become top of that list. There's two ways you can do it. One way you can pay, but we're not gonna talk about that right now because you can get an organic reach, which is just as strong, all right? Now, the hacks to this, it's, like I said before, it's impossible to dissect Google's algorithm. Okay, cuz they're not going to tell you exactly how it Absolutely. all works, but there's certain hacks out there that is certainly going to help you with your Google yeah. ranking. And the first hack did is posting adverts. Yeah. So just like a Facebook page if you will, you can go onto your Google My Business dash- dashboard and post an advert. Now what you need to do with regards to the words that you're using on this uh, p- uh post is use their language so every time that someone puts anything in that search engine it's called a keyword mm-hmm. you need to link your description of what you're posting each time into those keywords as an example maybe certified pre-owned might not be something that our customers are actually searching yeah, for sure so it should yeah. be used car yeah, yeah or yeah. us spec used yeah, car yeah, yeah, so yeah. we need to cleverly be careful with our wording in our post to make sure that it's it's it's
0: it's it's gonna match basically what you think the person's gonna
1: be looking for. Exactly. Yeah. You got it, yeah. And also you can't just be as simple as edit, copy, paste. There's no point going to a manufacturer's website and just edit, copy, and paste in a review on a RAV four because Google will recognise that that's not a unique post. Yeah. Uh, and when they're indexing it, they're gonna more likely push the manufacturer's website versus sure. yours. First it's gotta have that content, but yeah. it's gotta be individual yeah. to your particular yeah, business. Your homework. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Absolutely, Dave. Yeah,
0: and the manufacturers have more votes, which is another part of it as well, because yeah. they're more they're more relevant so you know of course you know Google are going to push you back to Ford yeah. as opposed to someone who will copy and paste something from Ford
1: but it's really difficult as well to know well what are the keywords what yeah. are what are people searching yeah. but again like in Facebook like David was just showing yeah. us there's insights yeah. so you can see in your Google My Business page certainly when you hit sweet spots Exactly.
0: But you have to have a bit of imagination. You've got to put yourself in the shoes of your customer and say... But it'll you tell you how
1: many, how many... So it'll say how many people have Googled um, used, used car, car. Yeah. H- uh, military auto source. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, so. Which is really handy here, especially in Italy or Germany or in Japan, because people are using English words. Now, if you're in the UK, yeah. people could be using the word used cars and be looking at talking about used cars off base, because yeah. but they're not Americans, for example, you
3: know? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Well, if you were to pull in like um, topless Jeeps... Ooh, you're kind of getting there, you know, hooking onto a search word that people would be looking for, you know. Hooking, topless. Jeeps.
1: (laughs) Maybe, Dave.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Please. Yeah, Yeah.
1: Yeah, we could could certainly try it. (laughs) Everyone likes to try it, (laughs) right? No, yeah. I Do you know what? There's no such thing as as bad press either. You know, getting creative like that might be something that might spark a little bit of imagination with our customers. Well,
0: what I liked about, it, I don't know if you're gonna hit that with your hacks, is you can put videos now as well, yeah. actually in, in it as well, you know, which I thought was, you know, I thought it was just static ads, but you can put proper videos in there which as well.
1: Which nicely ties us into, Mr. Ferguson. Is it hack number two. Hack number two. Oh, is, over your shoulder. Is, 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 <laughs> is 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 the pictures and the videos. Now what's really important, and I didn't realise this until recently, is the way we label our pictures pictures online. So Google is like uh, like a barcode, so it doesn't see our pretty pictures of exactly what that picture looks like. It just sees the coding behind it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's really important that anything that you post online, be it Facebook, Google, on the MAS website or videos, you actually change the name yeah. of that particular video or, or, or picture before before uploading it directly right. onto that platform, yeah. because then it then gets um, an index yeah. mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. that keyword. So when people are searching in the military order source. Yeah. And you click images on your Google, you see all the different things yeah. that come up. So, mm-hmm. so,
0: so I heard, and I don't know if this is still true or not, is you you should name it like Aviano, you know, Audi number one, Audi number two, Aviano, and always using that, using the search terms in in the, when you label the pictures as well.
1: Yeah. So. It, it, this links into uh, hack number six, okay. which is called spider webbing. Right. But also, it's, I think it's important that we mix it up as well. Okay. Because it's got to kind of almost weave right. with each other of what, so, so if you've got a link to the Military Auto Source website yeah. on that particular post, then maybe label it Military Auto Source, yeah, Audi. Yeah. Yeah. If, it's, if it's a link to uh, another website, which is a manufacturer's website, but you've put your content on there, then yeah. maybe it should be just the manufacturer. Okay. Yeah, so it kind of, it's, it's like a barcode that's constantly scanning. Right. To see what the relevance is to that particular picture, mm-hmm. to the post, to your link away from the Google Kay. My Business. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah, yeah, makes perfect yeah. sense.
3: And at the risk of stumbling
1: into one of the other hacks, are you going to discuss geotagging? I'm not going to. I'm going to leave that to you in just a moment. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Go yeah, ahead. But absolutely geotagging. Yeah, that's not yeah. one of my hacks today, but that's great. No, we're yeah. go no, going to talk there about, was about it now. while we're on it. Well, yeah, go, go. just just because it actually comes I'm,
3: into pictures, doesn't it? Yeah, I'm. I'm really not as as you said earlier. I'm not an expert on mm. it, and I just I was reading on on other hacks the other day, and it was saying if you can actually geotag, where in is. other words, where the the, the picture is taken, yep. they will read that geotag, and if you Google how to geotag my picture, it'll show you how to actually embed the code on the, on a normal JPEG image of where it was taken, and if you allow Google Street Views to use that as part of their mapping, it will definitely push you up the, uh, the Google rankings yep. as well. You mm. know? No,
1: absolutely true. And hack number three is the content. Content is king. So it's got to be relevant to what we're actually offering. There's no point trying to uh, if we're not selling BMW, if you will, there's no point making a whole post about BMW. It's got to be, you can mention that within your post, but it's got to be stuff, a service that we're actually offering. Uh, it's got to be informative and it's got to be consistent. So Google's looking for, again, just like Facebook with our, with our posts that we do on Facebook, it's got to be user-friendly. Okay. It it's can't be just sling something up at the beginning of the month and forget about it. It's got to be a consistent mm-hmm. thing. So they, they want
0: it. you to keep on posting and that shows you're engaging. And if you're Correct. engaging, then obviously that adds your relevancy that you're actually, you know, trying to provide a service and stuff like that. Yep,
1: absolutely And then one of the most important ones is the customer reviews. Again, just uh, just like Facebook, it's all about. It's it's a little bit more trickier than Facebook because you've got to go in your Gmail account, and the customer has to go in and do do the Mm -hmm. review themselves. But I, I encourage everybody yeah. on a monthly basis to, to ask their customers. I, I was with
0: Eddie Purcell last week, and you know we were talking about that. And a customer came in to take delivery. The customer loved the car, loved Eddie, and I said this is a good opportunity. And Eddie said, "How do you do it?" And I showed him, and then he went sat down with the customer. and said, "You got a Gmail account?" He says, "Yeah, absolutely." He turned the screen around and said, "Do you mind logging in here and giving yeah. us a five star review?" He did it there and then, so it was great. You know, and if you get 30, 40 of them on the page, yeah. then I think then that's kind of a sweet spot. Then it you know? is,
1: and and again, what, what Google want to see though as well is you interacting with that particular review. So you should reply to every single review that you get. Thank you very much for the review. So it's showing that there's yeah. synergy between the people who are, who are Google searching yeah, for yeah. you mm-hmm. and then the actual uh, the shop itself. All right, and then the one of the most important ones, which I found out recently, uh, something that Rob McDonald did some re- research on, uh, is hack number five. Your information needs to be consistent across all digital platforms mm-hmm. online. Oh wow! And that's that's not that's the spelling of your name. That's the actual way you've written your address on your location. It's the way that you have put your telephone number down. So if you're going to use plus four four, mm-hmm. yeah, it's got to be plus four four on the website. It's got to be plus four four on your Google My oh, Business. Wow. Your Facebook. It's got to be absolutely the same across the same of your email address. Are same across all digital platforms because again that barcode those spiders that are going out there are bouncing from page to page to see to check your relevance and, and to check your sincerity yeah yeah you're not a rogue page yeah for sure yeah, yeah no, it makes sense uh, and then hack number six is the spot hack number six is the spider web so basically the World Wide Web is mm-hmm. the reason I use that is with your Google my business and your Facebook page and the MAS page you should be cross-posting So you should be uh, posting your Facebook link directly from your Google My Business post and vice versa to make the customer and the spiders bounce easier between all the electronic uh, touches that you have online. Mm -hmm. And then CAC number seven is one to be aware of, is a warning, is that any customer or competitor could go online at any given moment and suggest edits to your Google My Business. So, Carlos, I could go onto your page and change, change your, phone your phone number, number. or recommend yeah, yeah. to change the phone number to, to my number, yeah. okay? <coughs> now, you won't know anything about that, and if nothing really happens with it, after a period of time, Google yeah. will just accept that, okay, that, yeah. that's, that's the do you norm. you not get
3: an email. Do you not get you an do, email but it say
0: it say it might, it. May, if he's not the editor of the page, let's just say see, yeah, it goes yeah. to somebody else, yeah. um, then, then obviously that person's not watching out for it, and the next thing you know, your phone number's changed on it. You yeah, know? Yeah. So, yeah, it definitely can happen that way.
2: Now, I guess, well, this is probably going tie into something else that you don't have control over. What's over to say competitors going to your site to give negative reviews you mm-hmm. know, as well? Now, that could actually maybe potentially change your rankings you know, for where you stand in with Google you know, there as well. You know?
1: Absolutely it can. I think you know, the best way to address that is professionally, just like they could do on Facebook. So you address it head on and head say, i mm-hmm. so sorry that you, you feel that way. You know, please provide me your telephone number and content information so we can talk across this. Mm, right.
2: uh, Which uh, is another time. reason why it's probably important. So you should stay on the Google page. You've, got, least, to be, you know, you've got, got to be. Yeah,
1: it's, mm. it's, it's, it's asking you guys to do another thing to your workload. You've got your Facebook, your yeah. LinkedIn. It's, but there's no, there's no silver bullet. Yeah. It's, it's, but it's but the it, compound effect. But this, is is a lot, we,
0: this is a lot less work. You know, I mean, it's, you know, you're probably updating it twice a month, probably, you know, and, you know, just keeping it nice and clean and, you know, doing it and add some content to it and just keeping yourself up there. So when someone Googles to look for your business, you're there, you know. Uh,
3: Just to give you a heads up, I just did a video, right, and I posted it on Facebook. And then I just posted on Google then, and it was the same video, yeah. the same. So it was just literally, it was two tabs. They're both yeah. uploading at the same yeah, time. Go. So it was yeah, yeah. zero mm. extra work, yeah. you know. And with to do with the reviews, I mean, I've had a couple of ghost reviews coming in. I checked the names out, and they're not even in our system at yeah, all, yeah. you know. Yeah, and yeah. they're saying, oh, these guys,
1: this and that. And no, go, yeah, yeah. But we touched okay, upon this you know, on the very first podcast with regards to reviews. And sometimes yeah. it's not bad to have a bad review. It actually it shows that it's real. It look, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, because it's yeah. no such thing as a, as, as, oh. as a perfect company or a perfect customer service experience.
3: And I think if you have, then if you encourage, as you would say, the, the more you have, then obviously people will see the good reviews as well. You know, if there's one or two ghost reviews and you've addressed them, as you said, saying, listen, you know, I, I, give me your phone number and I'll give you yeah. a call and we can smooth this out. Then at least they, they can see we're a responsive company, you know.
1: Yeah. And the one thing I will say with regards to these hacks is this doesn't mean that you're automatically overnight going to jump to the top. So it's a, it's a long-winded experience with Google. No, no. It, takes, it, <laughs> it, it, it takes a while for you to nurture that page and sometimes you'll have a dormant MAS page, that's a zombie page as we call them, that is still sometimes outranking you uh, and depending on where you're searching yeah as well going to geotagging it yeah. might be that you when you're at home you're not number 1 but then when you're by the location you are yeah yeah, yeah. so i think it's it, again it's it, there's no secret sauce it's yeah. it's all about the consistency and doing the basics right
0: we definitely know it works we can see on all like, how many people phone the location you know mm-hmm. how many people ask for request directions so we definitely know it's a great tool ah. and the fact that it's free yeah. you know, and, and really, we don't have to pay anything for it. It's just phenomenal, it is. And a lot we of
1: people said that it was more of an AX tool than an on-ba- yeah. on-base tool. And uh, uh, to begin with, I did, I did think that. Yeah. And, and Matt Moll's got me onto this. He yeah. showed me during a business evaluation, I'll look w- yeah. w- what, what, yeah. what I'm driving the location. But for out time business as well, for, 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 for ISRs, you know, when there's, there's lots of bases that we don't have manpower because they're so small, yeah. certainly on the base as well, it's, it's key that you have a yeah, presence. Yeah,
0: you, you would imagine, definitely, you know, that off-base would definitely get a better benefit to it because you know, people do come by. But people still Google your business. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, people still Google Military Auto Source, and Mm -hmm. it will find your page. And even if you're sitting up in the canteen or whatever, and you're, you know, you will still arrive there. You may not need to know where the directions of the place is, but
1: you might see the ad. You might see a video. So, yeah, absolutely, 100% is relevant. And I find myself clicking on this, um, these, these Google pages, when I'm searching for business, more than websites now. Yeah. It's it's very right. clever yeah. clever way that Google have done that. if They've created their yeah. own mini websites within their own search engine. Yeah, I never go onto a website. I'd get no. the info I need, and then yep. I
3: know yep. where to find them. Yep. Where to call them, and then I move on. Yeah.
0: boys and girls, you can see I've domed my headphones, which means we've moved into a new segment of the show, which is our Mass Men. And I'm going to give a a call to a guy named Jeff Moat. Jeff was actually on one of our original shows a few years ago. And uh, back then, he was working in Japan. So now we're going to see what's going on with Jeff and what's he up to at the moment.
4: Hello, this is Jeff. You can, how may I may help
0: you. Jeff, how are you? It's Paul Ferguson.
4: Hey, you're doing real well, Paul.
0: Good. Can you hear us okay?
4: I can. I think there's just a slight delay, but other than that, everything uh, sounds really good
0: on your end. Oh, brilliant. I'm glad to hear that, you know. Jeff, obviously I wanted to give you a call. I was just telling the guys here that um, obviously way back when you are one of our original um, uh, guests on our show, and back then you were in yes, Japan, sir. but I believe you moved.
4: Uh, yes, I did. Um, I, I was in Iwakuni, Japan. And then after that, went to Yokosuka, Japan. And then um, for a short, for a brief period, I left the company came back. But um, instead of going to Japan like I wanted to, uh, they needed somebody in Guam. It was an open position. And I took it. And they told me that if I do real well for two years here, uh, they will send me, at the end of that time, go back to Japan. So I'm, I'm kind of at the end of my second on my second year, and it should be finished by the December time frame this year.
0: And I imagine things are like night and day when you were just doing SPOs only in Japan, and now suddenly you can do a local delivery there in Guam, right?
4: It's fantastic. I'm, I'm loving the opportunity here. It's just, everything is just amazing. And uh, it was kind of a learning curve when I first got here. I was still in the SPO mindset. Um, but I got to be honest. Uh, once I learned how to do the local, local deliveries and get get everything the paperwork, it was kind of a nightmare at first. But once I learned the flow and I got everything under my hat, it was it was really it took off. Um, and I think I I think I hit 69 deliveries uh, at the close of last year.
3: Great number
0: hit to hit, Jeff. Especially from I said we said that's a great number to hit, especially from a standing start, right?
4: Exactly. And that's that's what I was going to say. There was nothing in the queue. There was nothing in the pipeline. So yeah, from zero to 69 by the end of the year, which to me, I exceeded my goal. I I kind of set 50 as my number. And I just told myself, if I can hit 50, I'm doing really good things. And it just, at the end of the year, just kind of blew up. I, I would say December was one of my best months. And so how,
0: let me ask you this, because this will be a bit strange for most of the guys out there. But how do you compete against a dealer outside who sells the exact same car in the same specifications?
4: Um, it's it's very simple. Uh, we here at uh, Auto Autosource in Guam, um, we work as a team, as a family, uh, and if you just you have the support from the ops people. So they're gonna you know that they're gonna help you um, get that guy delivered. Is for one. So. I'm confident. I'm confident in every aspect of the game. From the time I meet the person to the time you know I close him up and to the, the very end when he drives off the lot, I'm confident that I have the best game in town. I already know that I'm, we have the best price. Uh, there's not anybody out there that can tell me that they can beat our price. It really is going to benefit them to buy a vehicle out here. Uh, and because of, because of everything that's involved, it seems like it's a win. It doesn't matter... Even if they do get it here and have to ship it back with their orders, um, yeah. their bar protected to the rust and corrosions and non-issue out and the salt areas yeah. is a concern for a lot of people. L- l- let, me just
3: l- let me just take your corporate hat off for one second. I want to ask you a question. How's life down there? Because, I mean, that's something that would really interest uh, you know, us out here. I can tell you out here in Italy at the moment, it's starting to heat up. Spring is here. The bugs are starting to come out the mosquitoes are starting to chew us up a little bit but other than that the snow is melting on the mountains and uh we're, we're getting ready for summertime. what's what's life over there like at the moment
4: it's always it's uh 87 during the day 77 at night never really wow. changes never really deviates from that temperature the only thing that does change and it's every five minutes it seems like is the there's a little bit of a rain uh issue it seems like every five minutes it's either going to drizzle on you or it's going to shower on you. It just depends on the time of the year, but right now it's absolutely beautiful. And I want to say it started in the February, March timeframe. Wow. And
2: it hasn't stopped. Yeah, Jeff, this is a uh, Carlos here again. Here. Uh, I remember years Parking ago. Yeah, I remember years ago whenever I was stationed in Osan Air Base there in Korea, I went um, Tdy there to Anderson to play in a softball tournament. And the biggest thing that I noticed there was the damn snakes. Is the problem with the snakes? <laughs> they're still in one. <laughs> yeah, there. What they
4: what they claim is there's two million snakes on this island. And wow. every year they they control the population by only twenty thousand snakes. Wow! So now do, doing the math, I mean, uh, <laughs> two million snakes having babies, twenty thousand. It's gonna it's gonna rise. It's just gonna keep rising. Now, that's a lot of. snakes.
3: You need Saint Patrick um, over there. Like so we can do some introductions. <laughs> <laughs> he takes care of the snakes into, in Ireland.
4: I've been here since November twentieth of two thousand seventeen, and I haven't yet to run into one snake. Wow. Um, but what seems to be a problem out here more than anything is the dogs, and there's just so many boomy dogs out here. It's ridiculous. Wow. So um, Jeff, yeah, makes not so much dogs. Yeah, that's <laughs> a big problem out here with
0: Jeff. dogs. Jeff, I heard that um, all the locals are big into UFC, and that they, they basically uh, you, you don't want to mess with them at all because they're they're really into that. Is that true?
4: You know. They come across as fighters. Yeah. They um, they definitely have that demeanor about them. They just seem to be uh, on the aggressive side unless they get to know you. And, but once they do get to know you, I got to tell you, they're, they're such a soft people. They're um, you know, genuine. Their hearts. They're very heartfelt in their approach with things, and um, and they're very family oriented. So much like the Japanese population, that I spent a lot of time in Japan. I can tell you with confidence, these people are hundred percent family uh they're all about family yeah and at the end of the day they, they're gonna they you know what there's a lot of uh Chamorros out here um that buy their their kids cars even before they turn old enough to drive like before their 16th 16, 16 yeah. birthday yeah. they're buying a, a car for their son or daughter and that just really goes to show you how much they value family yeah um, the majority of them yeah it's really it's really good to see and The majority of them are in the church, a very wholesome, religious bunch of people. Um, And so uh, despite everything that's out there, you you always hear about this island being the island of thieves. I think that that just uh, is something typically that's in the mind of a lot of people. But being here and and embedded with these people, I got to tell you, this place has grown on me over the year and change that I've been here.
0: And I love it. You may not want to go back to Japan after all, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you're sold on the place.
4: You know, I'm kind of fighting. It's a bittersweet, and I'm fighting. I'm fight, fighting that inside. There's a there's an inner turmoil that I'm dealing with because I, not only do I love the location here, I love the, the this island has is grown on me. Yeah. Not only the tropical weather, but it's just the people. Yeah. yeah, i come around to really like it. When I first got here, not so much. But now that uh, I've been here a while, and don't get me wrong, I'm getting a, I'm getting a farmer's pen. When <laughs> every day, it's getting like two shades darker.
2: Jeff, where are you from originally? And
4: these people were like, what's that?
2: Where are you from originally?
4: Well, I grew up in North Carolina, and my dad was a Marine. Um, but I was born in Arizona. I've been a little bit of everywhere. In uh, my childhood, I was in Hawaii for four years. So if, if I was to give credit to any place for being my childhood grow-up spot, I would definitely say North Carolina. i spent the majority of my time there for 11 years out there. And then uh joined the Marine Corps myself when I turned 18. And then after that, it's just been like a blur. I mean, I can't even remember all the spots I ate. I went to um, I was in Pennsylvania, I was in Jersey, uh, Japan for a short period, California. I deployed with uh second-time deployment to Iraq. And, the OIS one over there. So I've, I've pretty much been a little bit everywhere in the world. Although I got, I love Japan. Uh, it's got my heart. My, my wife is Japanese. My son's there right now with her. And, um, I got to tell you that the people there in Japan are just top notch. In my opinion, the, the best population on earth exists right in Japan because the people are just all family. There's hardly any crime. And, you know, it's just professionalism all over the place. And it's the epitome of where you would want to raise
3: your family. I I I think I know what your son is gonna be getting for Christmas as well, Jeff. It's gonna be a puppy, right? Now that you got all them dogs running around. (laughs) Stick one of them in a suitcase on your way over.
2: Or a snake. I would love I would
4: love to be a puppy. I would love it. I have a dog. I love being part of this group of people. Yeah. If I, I wouldn't pick another organization to be part of. I love, I love Melter Auto Source. The opportunity that they present is, is unreal. It uh, sometimes blows me away. Who are? I can't sometimes believe, believe how, how incredibly fortunate I am to be in such a great company.
0: Well, that's good to hear, and man. And get the
4: support that I need.
0: Yeah. So, I, I thank you so much. Will you me. tell Ray Scott we said hello as well? Yeah. You know? yeah <laughs> say hi to Ray. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Cool. Oh uh, cool. Listen, brilliant talking to you. Thanks very much for taking the call and uh you know and uh you know again, hopefully sometime in the future we can talk again or maybe we'll have a beer again one day in the in the PI, hopefully, you know.
4: I want that so badly. Please talk to the <laughs> <laughs> This
2: is your broadcast. <laughs> awesome. Good
3: talking to you, buddy. Yes,
2: Take care, care, buddy. It.
0: It's been awesome. Thank you so much for the opportunity. You're yes, welcome, today. mate. See you,
3: mate. Bye.
0: Take care. Bye bye. So we're going to move on to our shout outs this month and you can see from the screen it's a little bit blank because I did email out everybody asking everybody to send me someone. I didn't get that many this time around but I got Dave Moles of course sent me one to him and his team and just wanted to say well done guys and you know Dave he means it it all sincerity he does so you know so just say to his crew for sure you know keep it going on. Nilo Shocknessy won another region of the month and he just wanted to say well done to his region. He was very, very proud of them. And um, you know, that's two so far this year. And you know, he's starting to eye basically his region to basically win region of the year right now, you know? And of course I've got Perry and Dave in the room. So what I'm gonna do is I'm going to lash over to you, Perry. So you could say something to your guys.
1: Hi team. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a long winter. We've struggled in the trenches. But we're coming out now and spring is on our back the sun is on our back it's time to rise <laughs> high like a phoenix from the flames <laughs> yeah. we will rise together they will know our name <laughs> we've got to try win region of the year yeah. <laughs> so thanks yeah, guys game of thrones how you gonna <laughs> I don't know how you're going to top that Dave <laughs>
3: easy uh, congratulate Carlos on getting married
2: last yeah. weekend oh, yes. so hey, well thanks a lot lads appreciate it she yeah for sure right. and,
3: uh, yeah. also uh, congratulate Darren Jones on getting engaged oh wow you know, no one knows about. Oh, 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 about. I didn't know yeah. Yeah. Wow. Finally, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, well done, Darren. So be sure to call him up and uh, wish him well, everyone. So yeah. uh, especially if it's a secret, you know. Well, yeah. <laughs> <Not> Any more? <laughs> especially since Darren doesn't know very Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Cool, all right. So listen, that is the end of this show. So we really appreciate that you've hung on this far and this long into it right now. We hope you found it interesting. Perry's going to be back because we're going to be doing another, basically, social media um, uh, podcast for the next one as well. So he might be wearing exactly the same clothes, so, you know, that's because that's what he's supposed to wear. And I also want to let you know that we got... I also want to let you know we've got a uh, a Facebook uh, page as well for Radio ISR, and it's basically facebook.com forward slash uh, Radio ISR. So we'd like you to tune in for there for some extra content as well. So again, from everybody here, we want to say good luck and goodbye. Bye. And we'll see you again soon. Bye. See you yeah, next time. time. Bye. Bye.